Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another outstanding edition of Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. And I am so happy because I have my neato co-host, the Blonde Bombshell, back, <laughs> Miss Ann Kerrigan. Hello. Ah, did you miss me? Yeah, yeah. Ah. I'd never say that in the air, but yeah. You just said it on the oh, air. Are we, are we live? Oh, crap. <laughs> you all heard him. Okay. I know, I was just listening to that commercial with the Texas girl and she says y'all and They're so polite. We should be like that. We're just like, like that. They are really polite. Yes. They're terrible we're terrible up here. Most of the southerners are polite. Yes, they know. are. You know what's the best? When what? you go into a waffle house, okay. I love waffle houses, right? Evidently. Oh my god, shut up. Better than bars? Maybe. Wineries. Maybe, <laughs> but so <Go> on. <laughs> when I, there's no waffle houses in New England. Uh, I mean, I think they start like down in like New Jersey, New York. I don't even know. So I love the pecan waffles at the Waffle House. So whenever I'm down south, like I go down to visit my girlfriend in uh, Georgia. Uh, hey, Lizzie. Um, <laughs> I'm like, we gotta have breakfast at the Waffle House. Okay, but as soon as you walk in, they all go. Good morning. Welcome, y'all. Y'all have a seat over here. How y'all doing today? They're so nice and so sweet, and they talk to everybody, and they're nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. I just and, – and you walk down the street, and people say, hello, how y'all doing? I mean, they're just mm-hmm. super friendly. Yeah, they're not like us cranky New England people no, at all. There used all. to be a, a Waffle House in Tuxbury, I believe. Really? Yes, I, 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 I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100 percent sure. It's I know not. It if it was there, it isn't there anymore. Because believe. Sure. Really? Looked. I'll check it out. I'll check I it out just looked. for you. Just Thanks. for you. I love Waffle House. Definitely. Yep. So, anyways, uh, even away camping. I have. Having a good old time. Had a great time down yeah. in Westport, down at Horse Neck Beach. We've got a, a lot of different camping grounds, right? Uh, we do. We do. We like Have to. Have you ever run across one where paranormal activity has occurred? Uh, not that I am aware of. Really? No. Too it much alcohol. Would have been oh, what did cool. I say that? <laughs> what does that have to do with the price of beans? Mm-hmm. I know if it was haunted. Would if you not. say so. Mm. Well, a lot of people do wander around in the Actually, middle of the your night. Hub, your hubby would know it's it's haunted, right? Why? Because he's Mr. Sensitivity. Oh, yeah, he's Mr. Sensitivity. At least with that stuff. But yeah. uh, maybe. Maybe he might. He might. Then he wouldn't want to go there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> 
So no, no, nothing you can't explain or anything that happened in any of your camping trips. Oh God, that's strange. Not necessarily ghosts, but you know, no, no Bigfoot creatures walking through the campsite. No uh, UFOs flying overhead. No, funny, you know, Loch Ness monsters people. popping their head out of the brook. We do look. Um, okay, I can I do have to say, like, especially when we're down at Horseneck. Um, which just FYI, everybody's going horse neck because the the where Westport is, it kind of oh, sorry, that's my crazy dog. This is the paranormal pooch. Yeah, where um, it hold on, dog. Hey, hey, oh my goodness! Stop what did you do that poor thing? Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! I'm gonna put the shade down on it so he can't see out the window. <laughs> oh my goodness! My neighbor's, my neighbor's walking down the street. Apparently, he's not supposed to do that. I don't know. Is this the new dog or the old dog? Oh my God! This is the old dog. Oh jeez. The old dog. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. Whew, that's exhausting. Now that you've all heard, that's Tanner. And uh, now I completely lost my train of thought. So Horseneck, they call it Horseneck because of the way it's kind of on a little peninsula and it and it looks like a horse's head, the way it sticks out into the bay. Okay, so there's your history lesson. But right. the stars are amazing yeah. down there because there's not a lot of light. No, and, like UFOs flying between stars and stuff. Yeah, we always sit there. We look for shooting stars. We look for satellites. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, sometimes, you know, you see some weird lights. So mm-hmm. maybe they are UFOs. It could be. But it's an amazing sight to see that sky right over the ocean. Yeah, it is. No light pollution like we have around here. Right. Yeah, it's it it really is. It's so clear and you just see everything. So I was I was actually listening to the news and they have you guys have some dreaded creatures down in Bridgewater. Mosquitoes. Yes. <laughs> the triple E mosquitoes oh, been found. Triple E, honestly. Yeah, apparently we do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I go out and I might put my mosquito spray on if they're biting. So yeah. I think the likelihood of you actually getting it is pretty slim. But let's all, let's all freak cases. out about it. Anyways. It's been a hundred cases since uh, in humans since uh, I forget what the date was on it. But it's yeah, it's it's fairly rare. I actually knew somebody who had it when I owned my uh, uh, store, uh, the Wooden Peg. Um, there was uh, somebody that came in whose daughter had contracted it, and she was not in too good shape. Wow. I think. Yeah. Wow, that sucks. Yeah. But. But it does happen. So yeah. it is what it is, as they say, right? Your numbers up. Guess it's up. Yeah. I, I was actually uh, I was I watched the CMA uh, uh, fest uh, just I think it was last week or this week whatever it was and mm-hmm. uh, there was I forget who the singer was but he sang a song and it was was kind of cool the the, the one line of lyric series says we're all on God's time which was mm-hmm. kind of cool it, it it does make sense because we think we're on our own time but you know we don't know when or where it's going to be like pop. There you go. Time up. I know. A little llama goes off. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, Just like I the oven, agree. Oven line, oven line. Beep, beep. Oh. 
<laughs> I was done. Uh, nice. Bye, son. <laughs> nice. Okay. Anyway. But you can't go around worrying about it. You just live your you life. Can. You can. That's right. That's all you can do. Because it's just worrying about it is wasting your life. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so we were, uh, I was thinking when uh, you, I realized that you were coming back to the show, which I was excited about, and said, you know what? We've never looked at any haunted campgrounds. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. And, yeah, and, you know, that's kind of a cool thing. I just think you could do two of your favorite things all at once. I would be all over that. And actually, yeah. we were camping Back at the beginning of the month, mm-hmm. down in Watkins Glen, there's that haunted, uh, old haunted asylum not that far from campgrounds. Watkins Glen, huh? Is it in the campgrounds? Not on the campground, no. Yeah. But it's within a half an hour of the campground. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, they only open it at certain times of the year, apparently, and uh, this was not that time. Yeah, it is what it is. The- so, anyways, I went on and I found a site. <laughs> called the dirt. <laughs> the dirt. Is, yeah, D Y R T, which mm-hmm. is whatever. Anyways, uh, they said, "said Are you brave enough to sleep overnight at a, these haunted campgrounds?" And yes. I sent you the link so so we can share the the link. I have it. I see yes. it. I found a few more somewhere else too. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Okay, so do you want me to, to take a look at some of these and then you will we'll alternate, kind of? Sure, that's fine. All right, Works so this, this is this is number one from the the dirt list, which is Antium uh, Creek Campground in Hagerstown, Maryland, and of course that's the uh, Civil War battlefield. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be surprising if a campground lay located near a uh, the bloodiest battle of the Civil War uh, wasn't considered haunted. Uh, Antium Creek is located just a few miles from where the thickest Civil War fighting took place, where 23,000 men died. Visitors to the campsite have reported, this is visitors to the campsite, have reported seeing ghost soldiers, and they heard the firing of guns, cannons, and the ratata of military drummers. A narrow country road called the Bloody Lane separates the two farms where the Union and Confederate troops formed opposing lines. You can uh, also check out Burnside's Bridge. Burnside was a, a general, that's why it's named after him. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Antium uh, National Cemetery. All these locations uh, played a vital, uh, a pivotal, pivotal role. Yeah, well, vital too. Um, <laughs> in the Battle of Antium over 150 years ago. If you aren't too unnerved after visiting the battlefield and spending the night at Antium Creek Campsite, opt out for a lighter outdoor experience uh, the next day at the nearby South Mountain State Park. I don't know why you would leave. Uh, <laughs> I would I love know. to see a ghost soldier here. In all fairness, um, we stayed overnight uh, in Gettysburg, and we stayed on the Little Round Top Farm, which was on the, the mm-hmm. backside of Little Round Top. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I was in one of the, the rooms that uh, nobody wanted to sleep in because everybody said it was, like, ooh, too creepy. But anyway, 
uh, I stayed there, and uh, I woke up during the night, and I swear I heard the sound of uh, uh, distant cannons or gunfire. So it was kind of cool. You never know. I mean, this place sounds pretty cool, and I don't know. So they have a picture on this website, which is uh, The Dirt, and it's dirt spelled D-Y-R-T dot com. com. Okay. I'm just saying it again. Relax. Jeez. I don't want to give Um, too much credit. (laughs) But anyhow, so this picture looks really amazing, and I don't know if that's just the road to between the battlefields or it's actually the road to the campground <laughs> but it's pretty it looks pretty awesome and i would de- i would definitely stay there um I, I bet it's hot we we stayed down in gettysburg we camped in hershey mm-hmm. god a million years ago the kids were little uh and it was mighty hot mighty hot so we, st- we, we stayed down in uh gettysburg and uh that was not too bad at all, actually. It wasn't that we were out at night and everything. And it, we were there in August, so. Oh, that's your problem. We were there mm-hmm. in, in September, yeah. October, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was the end of August, but yeah, yeah. mighty oh. hot, mighty hot, but very cool, very cool uh, scenery. Mm. All right. Well, uh, my list. Uh, I don't know. Mine is just called. Campsitephotos.com. I don't know. Well, that's different. Uh, I don't know. This is Haunted Campground, Most Haunted Campgrounds in America, Part 2. So my part two? first... Was part one. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't see the Part 1. I just pulled up Part 2. But uh, So this is uh, Montgomery Bell State Park in Tennessee. Ooh. And is the first stop along the Haunted Camp Trail and is located in Dickinson County, Tennessee. Includes 3,782 acres of spooky forests, lakes, meadows, and 21 miles of trails. Oh, cool. Uh, Oh, 111 campsites, most of which have electric hookups. Yeehaw! That is is a plus. No roughing Uh, with the uh, Kerrigans, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) No, we roughed it. We roughed it in our camper. Yeah, you call that rough electricity. We didn't have any hookups. No hookups? Same hookups. No oh. electricity. No, there's no hookups. You just get a site. Oh. But you have a gen- we have a generator. Oh. And you, ca- you can fill up. There's places where you can fill up your tank with water. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have a little poopy tank thing. So you can mm-hmm. fill it up and okay. drag it away. Go dump it at the dumping station. So, mm-hmm. but that's, yeah. For us, that's roughing it. Uh, at any rate. So let's get back to Montgomery Bell State Park in Tennessee, uh, and uh, visitors can enjoy a wide variety of recreational activities, and there are some, also some historic sites to check out, including the site of the Cumberland Presbyterian Church, which was built in 1810, and the 19th century cemetery that conveniently sits on a hill above Four Mile Creek Camp. The cemetery is one of the locations in the park where some have experienced paranormal activity. On moonless nights, visitors have reported seeing ghosts and hearing disembodied voices among the trees surrounding the graves. However, the cemetery is not the main attraction at the park, main ghost attraction. Rather, it's the wildlife, as in the wild men of Borneo. What? 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. What? A story starts in 1856, and I've heard about this, when a circus train passing through the area jumped the tracks. Fortunately, none of the people or animals were injured, but several of the circus animals did escape into the forest of what is now part of Montgomery Bell State Park. Over the next several days, the handlers were able to capture all of the animals except two, which were billed as the Wild Men of Borneo. Expert trackers were brought in to help find the wild men, but it seems as if they had disappeared into thin air. Several days later, people began hearing strange howls during the night. As time passed, they also started losing livestock. Some went missing and others were found brutally killed and dismembered. The locals feared they might have a werewolf on their hands. So they called in another professional hunter. The hunter did manage to shoot a large wolf-like animal, but it escaped into the forest without a trace. Today, campers and visitors report hearing howling and primordial screams. Wow. During the night around the area of Werewolf Springs, also known as Hall Springs. Others have seen large bear-like footprints in the area. You can access the area via a trailhead starting at the Halls Halls Cemetery Road. There's a path leading from the cemetery into the woods and toward Werewolf Springs. The springs are said to have other mystical powers and may also have been one of the hangouts of the infamous Bell Witch. Ooh. Yes, I was going to tell you that. Oh, of which the Blair... started talking about it. No, because I knew yeah. it was Bell County, and then yep. when I heard about the werewolf, that was very similar to what happened at the Bell Palm. Uh, they shot a creature that they didn't uh-huh. know what it was, and it... Hmm, interesting. So apparently... Uh, the Blair Witch Project was loosely based on the Bell Witch. So, uh, anyways, keep in mind that it's always a good thing to hike with a partner, especially at night in a haunted forest. <laughs> you think? Yeah, I think. Oh, oh, this is great. Local police have documented dozens of mysterious disappearances in the area, as well as finding over 20 mutilated human carcasses. And what? Over- yeah, over 500 animal carcasses. It might be best to hike to the springs during the day. <laughs> the last thing you want to have happen during a camping trip is to end up as a human carcass. <laughs> okay, that sounds like an expedition, a road trip for me. I'm ready for that. Oh, my God. Okay, bazing, they threw that in at the end. All right, I don't know about Wait a minute, how come we haven't heard that on on Josh Gates or, uh, you know, uh, the ghost adventurers or the ghost hunters? Why aren't they out there uh, taking care of these days or any of these other that are out there? You got me, man. I mean, that's ideal. I mean, you got it all there. Human carcasses. (laughs) Mutilated. 200 mutilated. Hmm. Well, there you go, folks. All right, next up. That was a good one. I don't think there are can, anybody can top that one. Oh, I don't know. It's just stumbled across it. I mean, that is awesome. Oh. What, what was the name of that again? Uh, uh, it's uh campsite photos. No, no, no. The name of the campsite. I don't care. Oh, about I'm what sorry. The is. Uh, Montgomery Bell State Park in Tennessee. Ooh. All right. I sound like a road trip coming in. <laughs> I'm not going to Tennessee. Good Lord, take me I, I, forever. I, I've been there. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. 
Anyway, all right, so let's go to something much more mundane than that all right. place that you were talking about. <laughs> and let's talk about Lake Marina Campground in San Diego, California. Been there, very San Diego's nice, nice city. Um, reviewers of Lake Marino will tell you about uh, the level campsites, the playground for the kids, the call of wild turkeys in the morning, and all those things are true. <laughs> the dirt range are verified. However, according to local law, Lake Marino Marina. Uh, also has an elusive resident ghost. The ghost, usually described as a woman dressed in white, oh, never heard that before, uh, doomed to wander the fringes of Laguna Mountains until her earthly business has settled, is settled. Campers say that they hear the woman's voice even when no one else is around or hear strange singing and laughter. Maybe they're listening to the show. I don't know. <laughs> if you find yourself unable to sleep and you feel brave enough to slip on your trail shoes and go for a lap around the lake and <laughs> the haunted uh, campgrounds, maybe the ghost of Lake Marino is just lonely and looking for oh, some company. Maybe. Man, that's nothing compared to yours. Jeez, I didn't <laughs> even. Go back to yours. Jeez. I don't know. I'm afraid to go with the next one on my list. I'm sorry. I didn't just mean to yell in everybody's ear. I thought I had muted my microphone uh, yelling at my dog. But anyways. <laughs> uh, I thought you were yelling at me. Oh, I could yell at you, too. Yeah. Let's see. What have I got next? Uh, Anza Borrego State Park in California. Ooh. So it's been described as a jewel of the California State Park system, and it may also be the one with the most paranormal activity. Even before it was a state park, Anza Borrego was known for things that go bump in the camp. Mysterious ghost lights are, were first reported in the mid-1800s by Butterfield stage drivers. All right, I've got to ask you a question right here. Yeah. Have you ever seen ghost lights? No. Never? Not, when you go no. camping? Really? Uh-uh. Oh no, not that I know of. I mean, I they are cool, cool thing, very cool thing to see. So, well, all right, carry I, on. I wish I had. Carry on. Uh, over the years, the ghost lights have been spotted by prospectors, soldiers, explorers, and modern-day visitors. Most of the recent activity seems to occur near Oriflam Mountain. Fireballs, or orbs, have also been spotted near Grapevine Canyon at the entrance to the Narrows. Scientists have attempted to determine an explanation for the ghost or phantom lights, with some suggesting they may be caused by blowing sand, striking quartz outcroppings, creating static electricity, or sparks during the night. Others believe they are the departed souls of the Kumeh... Say what? Kumemye, Kumemye people. I think I said that right. It's uh, be better than I would have said it. Uh, yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> but you didn't get it. Well, Kumayae. That looks, it's K-U-M-E-Y-A-A. Yeah, Kumbaya, that's good enough. Kumayae sounds cooler. All right. The ghost or phantom lights of Anza Borrego are pale in comparison to the hauntings at a near 
a nearby county campground located in the park. The Vallecito County Park Campground may be just one of the most haunted campgrounds in California. Uh, oh, sorry, jumping the gun there. That leads into the next one. Oh. So the Anza Borrego is just famous, apparently, for the ghost lights. Ghost lights are cool. They really are. So, I think so. I mean, if you're out in the middle of nowhere and you're seeing lights bouncing around, wouldn't you think it was a flashlight? I, I think mean, more of a firefly or something like that. But yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, ghost lights, they're distinctive because they're very, very distinctive. They're mm-hmm. a lot of times they're colored, they're like a blue color. Uh, they they move uh, fast sometimes. They move uh, mm-hmm. strangely. And uh, yeah, it's uh, they're kind of cool. They really are. Well, I'll have to keep my eyes peeled next time yes. we camp. Yeah, it's a, it's a great phenomenon to see, ghost lights. Yeah. There's another word from too, which I cannot, escapes me right now, but I will check during the break. All right. And since mine are really shut, I can squeeze one in. Okay. Uh, hey, here we go. Bradley Pond in West August, Augusta, Virginia. Braley. West Augusta. Braley Pond, no D. Braley, Braley, I don't know. Braley, okay, Braley Pond, whatever. Mm-hmm. Braley Pond attracts hikers and campers with dispersed campsites, a pond in a nearby creek. The campsite is located in the George Washington Jefferson and Jefferson National Forest. But don't let the tranquil forest environment fool you. This place is also known for strange supernatural sightings. There are many stories about a ghost that haunts Bradley Pond or Bradley Bradley Pond, whatever it is. Bradley. Some say you can see the spirit hovering over the creek. Ooh. Others say you can hear horses trotting down the road and a mysterious laughter of children. One account claims that staying here overnight drove a paranormal investigator insane. <laughs> Whatever you uh, come to see to visit, you don't miss out on the serene offerings here as well. There's plenty of trout fishing, and who gives a crap? All right, we got to take a break. <laughs> oh, no, we don't. We've still got 15 seconds. I heard all those beeping on the thing, and I thought we were uh, into the tunes. But we are now. Anyway. Oh, we are. So you're listening to uh, Ghost Chronicles Next Generation right here on TojiNet and Pararex Radio with Ann Carrigan and Ron Collick. And this show is brought to you by Circles of Wisdom in Methuen, Massachusetts. So we'll be right back after the following messages. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. Hello, hello, can you hear me? My name is Harry Price. I am speaking to you via the medium of the Ghost Box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting 
by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Parax Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann. And tonight, we are listening to my dog bark and talking about haunted campgrounds. <sighs> Scooby-Doo, he's oh, seen ghosts. That's all. God, he's a Scooby-Doo, all right. <laughs> now he's barking at the front door. Who knows? Anyways, is it my turn? Do I have another? The telephone call is inside the house. Yeah, right? Honestly, I'm the only one here, so there's not even anyone to shut this dog up. So, <laughs> sorry. All right, so the Your next, turn. the next, uh, let's see, campground, Vallecito County Park. That's where I was. Cool. Uh, includes 71 acres around the reconstruction of the historic. Oh, before Butterfield. we get to that, do you believe that crap about, I don't know, did I say crap? Did you believe that story about the paranormal investigator going insane? No, of course not. It's got to be something wrong with him to start with. Well, everyone knows we're all insane to begin with, so, you know. Yeah. No, it's just thrown in there for hype, I think. Yeah, unless you I don't you're know. Maybe that's just... what the Bell Witch was wished on. Crazy to begin with, as you said. It's yeah. entirely possible. Okay. All right. Back to uh, where Back to the Butterfield Stage Station. In Vallecito County Park. Oh, cool. Uh, so Vallecito means little valley in Spanish, and it has been used as a campsite for 100 years, beginning with the native, oh, here's this name again, Kumi, Kumayaye. They get around, didn't they? I guess they did. For a, for, for a, for a tribe that I've never heard of before. Kumiae. Kumiae. That's got to be it. You sure this is a real, real site? Maybe they make uh, well, this name up. It's out in California. I've never heard of them before. The Kumanari. Kumaye. Um, people. Uh, well, I'm sure they're like Aztec, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Explorers and prospectors have also used the oasis as a water source and campsite. Today, there are 41 campsites located around the Butterfield Stage Station and Cemetery. That's right. There's an old cemetery. Located smack dab in the middle of the Vallecito campground. My kind of place. Campsites 14 and 15 are closest to the cemetery, so I'll have to request those, and offer prime locations for listening to the ghost whispers that many have heard over the years. The lady in white, there she Ooh. is again, also gets around, yes, has she does. also been known to make an appearance now and then. The young lady first arrived in the flesh 
In the 1850s, while traveling on a Butterfield stagecoach, heading west to meet up with her future husband in Sacramento. Oh, do you think she was a mail-order bride? Ah, that'd be cool. She was. Unfortunately, the journey was hard on her. I actually know somebody who ordered the mail-order bride. Really? Yeah. How did it work out? That too good. She went back to polling. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, the journey was hard on her, and her frail condition was no match for the harsh desert environment. She was helped from the stage to a back bedroom of the sta- station, but didn't last the night. Well, that guy didn't get his money back, I bet. The next morning, her baggage was examined, and a new white wedding dress was found. Oh. She was dressed in this and buried in the small Campo Santo, Spanish for cemetery, a few hundred feet from the station. Her spirit does not rest, though, and has been seen walking about the station, apparently waiting for the next stagecoach to take her to Sacramento. Campers have heard footsteps, a woman crying, and seen a ghostly apparition of a woman in a white dress. The activity seems to be more prominent during windy nights when the moon is mostly full. Campsites 1, 3, 4, 5, and 6 are closest to the station and offer the best chance of hearing or seeing her from your campfire chair. (laughs) Take care to keep your campfire low because apparently she doesn't like large campfires. Oh. More than a few campers have sworn that an unseen hand poked, tugged, or grabbed their shoulders as they sat around their roaring campfire. If you don't happen to see the lady in white, you may chance upon seeing a ghost of a white horse, uh, as well as a phantom stage passing through the Carrizo Wash near the mud ruins of the original stagecoach station. Both the ghost horse and the phantom stage are related to a robbery that occurred there. In 1860s, a stage from El Paso was headed for San Diego with a payroll of coins estimated at the time to be worth $65,000. The stage had no passengers but did have a driver and one guard. Some reports say that the guard fell ill in Yuma, leaving only the driver to continue on to San Diego. That was dumb. Unfortunately, before the driver could reach his destination, the stage was held up by bandits in Carrizo Wash. The driver was shot during the robbery, and the bandits hid the coins somewhere in the vicinity. After hiding their loot, the bandits made their way to the Vallecito stage station to resupply and have a few drinks. Soon, the bandits began arguing, and one of the robbers left, saying he was going to check on his mount. A short time later, he busted through the doors of the station on his large white horse, guns blazing, and shot the other bandits. Before he could ride away, one of the bandits managed to fire off a few rounds, killing the horse and rider. <laughs> Ow! Horse. Although rare, campers have reported hearing the phantom stage in the dead of night in the nearby Carrizo Wash. Others have said they've actually seen the phantom stage with a lone driver slumped over as a team of mules pull it through the wash. The spirit of the white horse has also been seen appearing from nowhere, galloping through the sand and disappearing without a trace. Wow. A lot mm. going on there. I know Holy it. Crap. Vallecito County Park. Well, there you go. This is an exciting list. Mm, I like Sounds, your list. It's so much better. 
Sounds like something Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid would be in on, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does, doesn't it? Oh, God. Oh, crap. All right. I just wanted to touch a little bit on ghost lights because uh, the accounts of uh, ghost lights go back to biblical times when they felt they were getting messages from gods or higher beings. They weren't uh, generally attributed to ghosts, but rather uh, something celestial or divine at work. In the 10th century, one of the first uh, English kings known as Edward the Martyr was uh, quite possibly murdered by his own stepmother. It was said that the year after his death, the sky over the area where his body was supposedly hidden was lit up by strange orange light that almost seemed, uh, almost seemed to be a ball of fire. Yeah. And uh, there's actually, this is some of the other, uh, let me go back over to this one. Where is it? Here, Here we go. And, yeah, these are some of the other uh, names. You have the brown mountain lights. Lights can be seen from the Blue Ridge uh, Parkway in North Carolina. Uh, The Hesdalian lights, unexplained lights observed in rural central Norway, the light of Saratoga. It's a legend from a big, from the big thicket region of southeast Texas. Oh, Texas. Maybe uh, maybe Roy knows something about that one. <laughs> Macolite, occasionally between the uh, 19th and uh, 1977, seen in uh, North Carolina. Uh, Marpolites, uh, reported seen in West Texas. That's another one. Marpa. Maybe Marpa. Roy knows that one. Hmm. Men Men Lights, an unexplained light phenomena that has been reported on the outback in Australia. Naga. Fireball, a phenomenon said to be annually seen on the Mekong River. Uh, Paulding lights, a light that appears outside of Paulding, Michigan. Spook lights, a ghost light seen on U.S. Route 66. St. Elmo's Fire, we know about. It's a weather phenomenon causing an electric aurora. Uh, St. Louis light, that's that's another cool uh, story. that's it. St. Louis Lake can be seen in Saskatchewan, Canada. And this is the most famous name for uh, uh, Ghost Light, which is Willow of the Wisp. Uh, oh. also, also called the Ghost Light in some countries. It's in there. Uh, can be seen between um, in, at the night over uh, bogs and swamps and marshes. They're usually seen there. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of them, but there's there's many 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 ghost lights. There are there there are some that believe to be phantom trains. There are some that believe to be uh, the spirits of, of people who've been murdered. There's there's a whole we'll have to look into that sometime and do a whole do a show on that because okay. there are many 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 of them. Anyway, all right, all right. So where is this? I'm up, I guess. Yeah. All right. So Crystal Lake, Los Angeles, California. Another one from California. If your mind just conjured up images of haunted campgrounds occupied by Jason Voorhees, you're not alone. Uh, this particular <laughs> Crystal Lake, isn't that Crystal Lake from the the movie, right? Yeah. One of those yeah. haunted Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. It's a sprawl. I've never seen any of them. It's a sprawling... <laughs> uh, First come, first serve campground. 
Uh, blah, 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 blah. So you, it's a nice, cool place, whatever. Crystal Lake has been attracting visitors for a long time, but according to stories about the place, some visitors never leave. Uh-oh. An amphitheater and dance studio was built here in the 1930s. At the time, the campground was filled with workers and their families uh, who were uh, contracted to work on the project. The story goes that one night, a bear entered the camps and attacked a man's wife and children. He ran to their defense but ended up being mauled as well. The family family was buried near the dance studio, and the bear was never seen again. The visitors say the ghosts still haunt the campground. Ooh. Aww, that's, that's sad. sad. Yeah. Did you ever see, uh, oh, what is it? Oh, ghosts, ghosts, oh, ghosts to the, ghost in the night, ghost in the, oh, crap, I can't think of the name of it. <laughs> it was a good movie. Val Kimmer, I think, was in it. It's uh, about two lions that attacked a, a, a uh, uh, in South Africa, no Kenya, I think it was, and, and then it's in Africa, anyways. They were they were building the railroad, and these two lions were killing all kinds of people. They were wicked smart. They were believed to be ghosts. They they killed so many people. But yeah, it's a great movie. You ever get to see it? Absolutely. Except I don't know great. what the name of it is. Ghosts or something or other. Ghosts. Ghosts. Or, ghosts or some, yeah, I'll I'll dig it up. Ghosts of something. All right, I'll look for that. <laughs> ghosts or something or other. <laughs> all right. Anyways, that's mine. I'll look it up while you're doing it. All right. Look that up. You look for a ghost movie with Val Kilmer and probably find it. Oh, my goodness. Um, what's the one you just did? I wonder if they're overlapping here. Um, Crystal Lake. Oh, you're Crystal Lake. Okay. Because I'm back in California here at Lake, right. Lake Marina. No, that was the first one you did, I think. Nope. Hold on. You already did Lake Marina. All right. I'll take another one. We did have a, an overlap. Um, let's see. Hunting Island State Park in South Carolina. Ooh, Ron, there's a lighthouse. Uh, Ghost in the darkness. Ghost in the darkness. Yes. Thank you. I'll be sure to look at it. Ni- 1996. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a based on a true story. It's a really, really, really Really, I cannot recommend it again. I ah. went on a cruise and I saw it on the uh, the cruise. And uh, Michael Douglas is in it, not Val Kimmer. I take that correct myself. Oh, gosh. Oh, no, Val Kimmer's in there, too. See, Michael Douglas and Val Kimmer. Oh, my goodness. Two for the price of one. All right. Okay. Great movie. Highly recommended. Four stars. Fantastic. All right. So back to the camps. So we're back to Hunting Island State Park in South Carolina. Uh the campground is located at the northern end of the park near the ocean. It is first rate and has 171 campsites, each with water and electrical hookups. All right. We're happy there. It is also home to a haunted lighthouse that was built in 1873. The lighthouse has been featured in paranormal investigation shows over the years, and they usually have captured some pretty compelling evidence of hauntings. Many other visitors to the lighthouse have seen apparitions and heard ghostly voices. Several stories surround the Hunting Island 
Lighthouse. One tells of a lighthousekeeper who failed to save a drowning boy and in his grief still walks the beaches a hundred years later, searching the water for the boy's cries. Another says a lighthousekeeper's daughter, she was not dressed in white. Okay. Not dressed in white. Wow. (laughs) Threw herself from the lighthouse. And her moans can be heard coming from the spiral staircase that climbs the spire. The campground is not void of ghostly encounters either. More than a few campers have experienced high, strange, high, strangeless, I can't even say this, high strangeness like loud bangs or knocks on their RVs in the middle of the night. Well, that would freak that. me out. <laughs> high strangeness. Somebody oh, wrote. high strangeness, like loud banks. Okay, it's just the way they phrased it. It's very it's weird. It's a terrible, terrible sentence. Yes, it is. Okay. Others have reported seeing orbs floating in the woods, heavy mm, footsteps around like- their tents, and hearing disembodied, disembodied singing. Ghostly, oh, there you go. Ghostly figures have also been known to haunt some of the old rental ca- cabins. Now, I just want to throw something out there, all right? Mm-hmm. If you're out in a tent <laughs> in the middle of a campground, you're going to hear all these things. That's for sure. You're going to hear disembodied singing. You're going to have hear loud bangs and God knows what else in the middle of the night. I'm just saying, okay? It's campground. Banging on your campers? People are nuts. Banging well, on your camper? I don't know about the banging on the camper, but it could happen. I mean... People okay. like to mess around with you in the middle of the night sometimes. But anyways, uh, if you're up for a good scare, Especially give, when alcohol's involved. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Give Hunting Island State Park a try. Just don't get fooled by all those pesky raccoons that like to prowl the campground during the night. Oh, here's a, here's a funky thing that happened when we were camping. Yes. A raccoon, a rabid raccoon bit uh, a camper uh, on one of the sites. It was pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, I think Triple E was bad. <laughs> yeah, I guess the lady went out to get something out of her cooler, and she reached to open the cooler, and the raccoon was right next to it on the on the top of the grill and just bit her. Uh, he did. He did not survive. Apparently, her husband roasted raccoon took care of him. Roadkill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't. A good story, I guess. But uh, no, anyway, the woman kind of uh, rules the day, and not for the raccoon either. But no, that's uh, true too. yeah, my friend of mine was camped across the way from them and saw the whole thing. Uh, yeah. Wasn't, yeah. Did, he, did he pull out of Smith and Weston? No, I guess he got an oar or something, and yeah. Oh, yeah, beat him to death with an oar. Yeah, you don't want to know. So no, that's not nice. No, well, prick bullet. Much yeah, well, most people in campsites don't have guns. What? What? If I'm going in the woods, I got a gun. I'm sorry. Well, my husband does, <laughs> but he has a license to carry. But you know, yeah. I don't know about I'm most saying. people. <laughs> I'm packing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. Anyway, I'm actually going to skip over the, the one because number one, you talked about uh, haunted lighthouses. And I've got one that's much better anyways. It's called okay. the Holy Ghost. Holy yeah. Ghost. The Holy Ghost Campground in Santa Fe, Mexico, New Mexico. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This campground has ghost in its name for a reason. 
<laughs> the Holy Ghost campground is rumored to be haunted by a Catholic priest. Of course. Who died here in the 1700s. Some say he was attacked by the Kubiala people. No, the no. Pueblo people. <laughs> I was going to blame them. They got blamed on everything <laughs> else. Some say he was attacked by the Pueblo people who were defending themselves from colonizers. Other stories about the Holy Ghost campground is uh, haunted. Wait a minute. Why the Holy Ghost Camp Crown is haunted involved more recent tales of tragic car crashes, biker brawls, <laughs> and state troopers run amok. Oh my goodness! State troopers what? run amok. Run no amok. way. Is that like? Is that like? Uh, you know. What's that? Yeah, what's what's that? Those uh, those uh, oh yeah, girls go to wild. Sanderson sisters. Girl and girls, oh, what, girls, girls go wild. wild. Girls go wild. She'll be state troopers going wild. Anyway, <laughs> once a place gets a reputation as being haunted, it seems to attract new myths, as well as an onslaught of visitors hoping to see mysterious lights in the trees. Hi. Orbs hovering in the distance, and the eerie sounds in the night. Ooh, your goosebumps may be soothed by the stunning scenery. Uh, but once daylight returns, the spot undeniably is creepy at night. What? 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 Oh, when the daylight returns, this spot is undeniably creepy at night. But it's also hauntingly beautiful in the day. Oh, that's sweet. But watch out for those state troopers running amok. <laughs> I, 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 what is that? Like, wouldn't you think they'd elaborate on that? Yeah, I know. No, state no, troopers this is not running amok. No, no. That is such an odd thing to throw in there and just, I'm just going to leave this here. Yeah, we'll just throw that in there. You no are all the wonder. Oh. Yeah, biker <laughs> brawls and state troopers <laughs> running amok. And tragic car crashes. It's got it all. Don't forget, don't forget the dead priest, too, so throw that in there. What happened to the dead priest? Don't even I go mean, there. Oh, yeah, he was killed by the uh, the, the, Pueblo the Pueblos. Depending the Pueblos. Yeah, the Pueblos. <laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. I'm just saying. Um, let's see. Am I really? I'm back in California. I guess this is just a big California list. Yeah, I guess uh, so. China Camp State Park. China Camp is located in a very quiet and scenic spot along the shores of San Francisco Bay. Mm -hmm. It was once home to the Miwok people. What? Miwok? Miwok? Kumbayayay people? No. Miwok? M-I-W-O-K? Miwok, your walk, everybody's I don't know. They're making up these names, you know that, don't you? Uh, Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so it was once home to the Miwok people before okay. it became a small fishing village. Before they came Ewoks, I guess. And outpost of the Bay Area's Chinese immigrant population in the mid-1800s. In its heyday, there were more than 500 people living here, a few general stores, a post office, and many homes. Today, the park seems to offer the perfect setting for a scary movie. There is a ghost town, creepy trails through forests, a campground set in a wooded area along a creek, and a spooky old guy that's been seen walking on the trails in the middle of the night. I have not. You've been in? You haven't. You, you've been I have out not been there. Inside Don't blame night. me. Spooky old guy. 
The weather often adds to the spooky factor with fog and drizzle. But don't let the peaceful and idyllic setting lull you to sleep because this place is very haunted. Many campers and daytime visitors who hike and bike at the park report an overwhelming feeling of dread and being watched by unseen entities. The feeling is especially prevalent up by the radio towers closer to Glenwood. There are also plenty of other ghost encounters throughout the park, including seeing demonic-like beings in the woods. Really? And misty apparitions by the old... Wait a minute. What demonic-like being? Did they describe it? Nope. Oh, crap. Nope. No description. Just demonic-like is... That's as bad as the state troopers running yeah. amok. Uh, amok, amok, amok. Campers have also heard disembodied voices and screams echoing through the hills during the night. Echo, echo, echo. That's the serial killers um, in California. The hauntings could be traced to a number of sources, including cult murders in 1975. Quote, unquote, the barbecue murders. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, that sounds nasty. With the victims' bodies being burned in a campfire at China Camp. Oh, no. Uh, Chinese immigrants killed in a racially fueled fight in 1956, and the hundreds of Miwok who died from disease, just to name a few. And if you happen to be on an evening stroll and see an old man, some. Say he looks Chinese. Others have described him as being a Native American. Walking by himself along the Gold Hill Fire Road, it might be best to keep any friendly howdy-doos to yourself. Just saying. So, that is the China Camp State Park. Sounds like kind of a creepy place to be. Goodness, what's I'm going to click on the ghost town link. Barbecue pit. But, oh, my God, really? <laughs> mm. anyway. uh, uh, but, oh, I, I, this I, is I really fun. Because if, if you click on the link for this campground, oh, yep. God, these are from the dead. And you click on amenity, it goes down to amenities. The first thing on it is barbecue grills. <laughs> are you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> oh, give me oh, strength, God. oh, Lord. <laughs> So, anyways, I, I try to find out some more information about these state troopers running amok. <laughs> there, this, I come to this other site and it says there have been more recent tales, which has almost been stolen, of car accident brawls between bikers due to paranormal activity. Oh my and god! State troopers that disappear altogether. So, not only do they run amok, but they disappear. They disappear. Hmm. Uh, After running amok, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, my God. That's funny. No so one anyways, ever heard from them again. <laughs> yes, those poor state troopers running amok. God bless. Till the end of time. Apparently. Wow. Mm. Well, I guess that's the end of our haunted campgrounds. Yeah, but- I guess it is. Are, are we going to give a clue? As so, so next week is our live. We're doing this a little early. We're doing our live show from EB Cam. Yes, we our are. Live video show. Yes. So tune in next week. Are we going to spill who our guest is? Yeah, gonna... yeah, go ahead. So Just we are going to have Dustin Parry. Woo! On our show. Cool. Isn't that awesome? From the Ghost yeah. Hunters and 
various other things. But yeah, uh, yeah we ran into him at uh, State o- uh, Ocean State Paracon. Mm-hmm. And he's such a sweet guy. And we asked him and he said right away, I would love to be on his show. When would you like me to be there? So really? you're going to see him. At the time. He was not. So. Anyways, we got to go. So uh, also, don't forget, uh, Spirit Quest is coming up and a lot of other cool events we've got planned with Steve Parsons when he comes over here in the fall. So keep an eye on my website, anyghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com, and you'll get all the famous dope on that. So we got to go. This is the tunes. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you back there, Miss Ann. Thank you. It's nice to be back. I missed it. So, Even you. So, don't forget, tune in next week when we'll be doing a live show with uh, Mr. Dustin Parry. Aye. Okay, All right. Go. Good night. Thanks for listening, everybody. Ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.